Hey everybody, this is Lost Al Podcast. Coming to you with my boy Johnny Beats. In the flesh. In the flesh. <laughs> See, what we are going to be talking about tonight is going to be, uh, what was it, immortality and... We're probably going to go down a bunch of other foxhole, rabbit holes, and, you know, all the other holes that should not be named. (laughs) (laughs) Some few that don't exist yet. Yeah, we're working on it. We're going to figure it out (laughs) for sure. So starting the conversation off, uh, we've talked about this a little bit, and it was about, uh, basically, we talked about immortality, and there's been so many shows, books, and movies, and stuff like that talking about it. The most recent one that I've watched was Altered Carbon. And if you have not seen that show, you got to watch that freaking show. Like that show that the main protagonist, the actor, um, like, whoa, I don't even know, remember what his name was. Um, but, uh, yeah, Takashi or something like that was his name. Um, something like that. But he plays this white dude, and uh, dude, the acting, dude, I just loved it. He was just so gritty, you know. But anyway, the overall theme was basically the question that we're posing here is we're going to talk about immortality, where we see it as a possibility. So saying it is a possibility, how does it, how is it going to come to be, and where is it going to lead the world? And so my, this is the question and, and, and this being my podcast and as being the host, I got to pose it to my guest. So where do you see it happening? I think it'll be in our lifetime. In our lifetime. Uh, it'll, it'll at least develop in our lifetimes and so, in our so, lifetimes. So start from the beginning. It starts and then where does it lead and how is it actually achieved and what, in what, in what form? So like age and I'll range. I'll give you my opinion. Okay, so like age range, I think it'll. I think our lifespan will be expanded by like a hundred years in my time frame. So I think normally I would live to two hundred, but I think in the next hundred and seventy odd years, I think we'll have immortality. So that's why I think we'll have it in my lifetime. Probably not in the next like eighty years, but I don't expect to live eighty years. I expect to live to be about two hundred years. Okay, um, if. I have the funds to do that. We, I don't know how lo- how much it'll cost. Yeah, and that's, that's the question I'm posing is like, okay, so that's your general consensus. Right. That's the general. So now break it down as in on a timeline. Like, how does it start and what is it? In what form of immortality are we talking about? And how is it achieved? And what are the political and financial and population you know, like how does it affect the world and like go through stages of how it is introduced. You know what I mean? Because this is my perspective and I'm not going to go into my entire thing because I'm giving it to you first, but I want to, I want to throw this out there to give you some perspective. I believe that the cure to cancer has already been found. It's just that big pharma is not going to allow a cure-all for cancer when that when there's so many different types of cancer right that could be treated by one cure-all or vice versa there's one cure-all but then it's separated to match you know it's just tweaked to match all of them and it's a cure you know what i mean they're not going to release that when they're making the majority of their money off of regular chemotherapy that's where they make all their money man a person cured is a penny lost exactly so what i'm saying is is, is, does that factor into what you're thinking and now i'm going to give you the floor 
I'm all not right. going to interrupt all you. Right. I promise. Keep, all right. So cool. I think it'll start off as like cybernetics for expanding lifespans. So when our hearts and stuff uh, start failing, we'll we'll have ways to artificially make them. They're already working on that now. Some like cyborg stuff. Right. right. But we'll we'll start out with like uh, artificial hearts, okay. um, stuff like that. Maybe maybe they'll. They might be able to clone something, but either way, it, it won't be my original heart that gets transplanted. Right. Right. And then after that, after everything goes, because the brain will last a lot longer than the body. Yeah, and you can't cybernetically create a brain. No. I mean, like, you could, I mean, that's what computers are and AI and stuff, but you can't implant that into a human and actually it'd be a, a suitable substitute. Not with uh, our not current. Right now. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I don't expect that for hundreds of years. Yeah. But, uh, and then... So I I know they were doing an experiment with, experiment with rats like a de- a decade ago. They were transplanting brains into rats. Certain sections? Like no, a whole brain. They would cut out the rat brain and put it into another How do rat they keep brain. Keep them alive while they're doing all. They just they just keep... put life support and or they'd resuscitate them. They're rats. They did a whole bunch of stuff, but they, they did it. They did mm. it successfully to a couple rats, but then you know. It got shut down because it's inhumane. Why? They're uh, rats. I know they're rats. <laughs> this but, is what we do. But they, it would never go to a clinical trial with anything more than rats. Uh, the whole story is interesting. But, uh, you got to link me that one. I want to read that. I, I heard about it. a full head transplant. Was that real? A head transplant? I don't know about the you head didn't transplant. You hear about that? No, that I sounds heard interesting. there was an actual successful human? full human head transplant. Ooh. Like, this guy was like completely brain dead or whatever, and they apparently decided to like his like sever his head and then transplant it with another head and see if it was it actually. I mean, obviously it wasn't in the United States; it was somewhere else. I, I remember it being somewhere else, and they just it was more relaxed, I guess, or it was like on the low. And then when it worked, like it blew up, but then it got buried, dude. That's why you haven't heard about it. Yeah. Whether it be true, it could have been false, but. I remember reading about it, and I saw it, and I was like, it was like the first confirmed head transplant, and it actually was successful. This guy's living a normal-ass life with a different freaking head. And I was like, yo, this is a thing? Like, how do you even do that? Like, that's what I was asking. He's like, how do you keep them alive? Do you sever their head and put another brain in there? Is it the same? Is it, are you literally moving that person, their head, into another body? Like, or they did it with rats. Person? You know, that's an interesting question. But we're talking about immortality. I'm trying to not right, go right. down. I'm really focusing on not going down. But uh, cloning, much. cloning, I think is the first step. So well, we'll do cybernetics step. for life improvement and enhancement. They already proved that they could do cloning. But yes, they, they can do cloning. Cheap, right? That's the yeah. f- that's furthest they got. The only the run. only problem is that it, it makes them infertile, which may be something that. You know, it can be fixed. That's later. actually going to help with their more. That, that actually makes sense with immortality, though. You're right. Like, if you want to live forever, live forever you, you can't have no babies. not have any babies. Like, that's the trade off. There's a pros and cons to everything the way the universe balances right. it out, right? And that's fair. That's that's a fair trade off. I'd live forever. Absolutely fair. People are taking birth control just because they just don't want to have kids right now. Like, yo, uh, there's a lot of kids to uh, fucking adopt if you're going to want to have kids. I'm not knocking on anybody who wants to have kids naturally because there is a certain, you know, I understand it. Like, you want to say, this is my spawn, you know? <laughs> right, right. But there's a lot of kids out there that need to be adopted, man. Like, I think doing the whole, throwing out the immortality thing 
And that would help with adoption. To where they're infertile, and then they, that would make them to where I want to have a family. Like, you know, hey, here's a kid. You know, go ahead. Yeah, but, but anyway, so the first case. step, the first step is cloning a human body, brain a full dead, body or a just full like body. Parts. It's going to start with parts. Well, it'll it'll start with parts. Like that. That's how we'll get yeah. heart transplants that aren't mechanical in any nature. Yeah. So we're basically going to become like mm. a car, an old school car. Uh, <laughs> exchanging our liver, getting a transplant. I think that's clone. how it's it's gonna it's gonna, that's how our life is but going you said to be cybernetic. So it wasn't going to be cloning. Right. It's but no one. Now you're saying it's cloning. So what is it? Cloning is going to lead to immortality, but cybernetics is giving us life enhancement. Cybernetics oh. is probably going to let me live to 150. Right, so like, you can get a clone, and then you just keep living your lifestyle. It's going to fail eventually, but you're right. good. When they Great. do that cloning yeah. and maybe do a head transplant or a brain, brain transplant, that's going to be the first stages, I think. And it's right. just going to carry on through there. But, but there is limits to the human brain. You. So. Yeah. Obviously, it can't live for hundreds and hundreds of years. So ultimately, we have to have like a knowledge transfer. Is what you're saying is you turn into straight up android. Eventually, android it'll first, just turn into transplanted you know into a cloned body. Second, that's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna get parts. And back to an android for permanent immortality. Yeah, just like you know what? Let's just make this full synthetic that's easily to keep maintained because all the parts is like it's not. It's not a, what do you call it, flesh and bone anymore? Right. It's more like you can maintain it because it's circuitry at this point, and it's easy to maintain, like a desktop. You just easily change the parts out in real time. You know, like, I don't know. Like, that's what it's going to end up being. So we're slowly, it's not going to be like, we wake up one day and they say, hey, you can download your brain to this new... Uh, thing that's basically you it's just a synthetic you that has no biology makeup whatsoever it's just looks exactly like you feels exactly like you but the inside is all robotic yeah do you know what i mean yeah and then when i'm like 150 it's not gonna be like that it's gonna be a stage that's gonna work its way to that point eventually though right i don't we're, we're not just gonna start with right Right, there's no there's no way. But on a side note, they did successfully transplant a human rat head to another human rat head. Or not human, Wait, sorry. A human rat head. I, no, I said <laughs> human rat head. <laughs> they did successfully transplant a rat head to another rat. So you couldn't find the real head thing. That may have been I couldn't a find joke. the brain thing, but it was on a May uh, the artist the article was published on on May 2017. No, that's not that long ago. No, and uh plans for a human experiment were pledged to be carried out by the end of 2017 but i will look while you rebuttal i think if i saw the article of a human transplant and you know what i cannot say sit here and tell you that it was legit i don't know because i didn't research enough information i heard about the story i read about it it sounded legit at the time but it could easily have been somebody just messing around online you know? yeah but the fact that you said that a rat head thing was like legit legitimately done and they're working on doing a human experiment of it that's interesting to me but then where's the practicality of it like what when are you just going to absolutely need to sever someone's head and put it on another body like i guess that would make sense mm. if somebody was like internally damaged right right so their vital organs are internally damaged they're going to die like you can't fix them right then you have a freshly minted dead corpse dude that just died right 
and he's about to go on the slab or be cremated or buried or whatever. He, he just died. He just died. Bam. And he has it on his license to say, you can use my body for whatever the heck you want, scientific purposes or whatever. Right? Right. Everything else is perfect. And it is literally just ended. Like this guy's his, his flow, his blood flow stuff is like still pristine because he just died. Of natural causes, or he got shot in the head, or something like or that, or suicide by like yeah, or suicide, or whatever. And then you're just like, well, this guy has like his gut spilling out because of a car wreck or something like that, but his his head is completely fine, you know. So I can see how that would be. That's very. I just gave so many. That's a very selective case, but the fact that you can do it is hella interesting. If that that just I can't imagine, dude. What if this is a fat ass dude? You know, he gets his head severed and then he gets put on some gangster dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he has tattoos everywhere. He's just like, hey. And then just like, hey, you wanted to live? This is what you got. You got Mother Mary on your arm now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the scene in Ultra Carbon where the girl gets put into the old lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, that was mommy. good. And I, he's all like, you want to sing? She's like, ugh. I'm like, dude, that's, you look in there. He's all like, you've been smoking for fucking like 30 years, it looks like. <laughs> and she's like, ew, gross. I'm like, oh, that, do you, uh, if you're listening to this, this podcast, you have to watch that show. It is an amazing show. It's if you great. Listen, if you watch it from a broad perspective, you start getting like, this might be what we're looking towards. I mean... Maybe. I mean, it's a possibility. I think it's the most realistic um, interpretation, in my opinion. Here it is. The guy. The guy's name is Canavero. Canavero, his last name. Um, and him and another Xiaoping Ren of China, they plan to transplant a human head, and it's imminent. They wanted to do a uh, 17, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason... It, it didn't happen, the so now they just say it's uh, Volunteers. Right? And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're talking about how it would happen and everything, but they, they can't do it in America or yeah, any European because it's unethical. Yeah. But From our it's experience. in the works. It's in the works. That's oh, I'll be excited. That's where they're leading it. You know, I actually don't believe... Oh. I mean, like, oh, never mind. That's a topic for another day. I was going to... Be talking about like technological advances and, and biological advances. I don't Ooh. think that we're going to be the ones that figure anything out because it's like a, the the real advancements are going to take unethical means. Absolutely, to find it's going to be a psychopath in like his basement. Said, like you said, and America and Europe are not down for unethical means, and like you just you just showed it. Like I'm China down. is down. Like any 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 other place except for those two, like America and Europe. Dude, we're stuck on it, and that's why we're gonna be, we're gonna be riding the tail. We'll still do it though. That's the funniest, the <laughs> fucked up part of it is that we'll still do it. We just gotta let someone else figure it out first. You know what I mean? Like we, you can uh, do it. We'll perfect it. <laughs> yeah, because then we're gonna make it as less humane as possible. But we're not gonna do the experiment. We're gonna let them do it, and we're gonna spy on them and figure out. What, they, what did, they did wrong. If they did anything wrong and how to make it better. And then we're going to do it unethically unethic- well, because we already saw someone try to do it. And they may have done it, but it wasn't ethical. But now we know how to do it. So now it's ethical. like Because that's the narrative. Right? Yeah. My, my opinion on ethnical stuff is I think it's held to too much of a high standard right now. There's situations where you can do unethical stuff. And I think it's per- it, completely fine. 
Like, I don't know. Like, experimentation on humans? I think it's fine. I think if they're dude, either willing or... If you volunteer or, for it, then there's, it's, it's no holds bar. Like, you sign a form, you read the form... You know you're what you're up doing. For whatever the hell they put you through. Mm-hmm. Like, if they say they want to torture you, but put you on a drug while they torture you to see if you don't feel anything... You just subjected yourself to torture and you signed that shit. You're going to go through all the bullshit to see if you feel anything. If you start feeling shit, too fucking bad. <laughs> you signed the form. That's not unethical to me. I don't think so. But that, a lot if of people think that way. If you sign up for a head transplant and you're like, literally, you're bleeding internally. Uh, yes, give me the fucking form. I'd rather try something. I'm going to die anyway. Yeah. If I sever my head and I happen to make it out of this thing alive I'm wake up with a like different dope. body... <laughs> Then you know what? More power to you. Like that's not unethical. That's more ethical than I could think of. Like you know, but that's like totally. It's not beside the point. It's very similar to what we were talking about. Right, right. We kind of gone off on the more ethical talk. I'm trying to keep us on the same. All right. So (laughs) that was your final answer. Is that we're going to start with just basically end it with cloning. Start with cloning. We will end. We'll end if you. We'll end the ultimate immortality with cybernetics or cloning or a mixture of both. But we're going to upgrade starting with cybernetics. Like, we're going to have artificial hearts, artificial livers, and yeah. stuff like that. Because they've already started stuff like that. Exactly. They've, they've and, and they're also working... I know they grew a... Uh, it, was a it was an organ. It was one of the ones that don't have any, like, moving parts or anything. But I know they grew one in a tank. So, oh wow! So that's like the, and they just grew the organ. They didn't grow the entire body God, or anything. How do you even do that? I don't know. Dude. I, don't know. Like, I don't understand. This. I don't have the degrees <laughs> to know how that happened, but <laughs> I gotta know, man. I gotta, I gotta. I mean, I don't have to know. I just gotta know the concept. I just right. want to know the concept. Like, how do you just go to a board and be like, a hey, selective piece from nothing, like a seed of something. And then you're just like, I'm going to grow a liver. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. If they can artificially grow body parts, can they just artificially grow a uterus and then... And make a human. Make a human? Oh, man. Dude, that would be... That, 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 that reminds me... Oh. Of, there was a book I think I read. And it was just like, I am God now. I've. I, it was something very similar oh, to what you shit. just said. You know, like, created life or whatever? I've created life. And it was like, it was like the, it was the Frankenstein complex, is what they called it. But this guy actually, from the fetus, did, like, figured out how to, without, with just, like, a few scientific molecules meshing together, like, in a big bang way. Right. Bam. Just fucking created a uterus and created an entire human being. And he just, like, sat there and was like, fuck. Found the secret. I'm, I'm, I'm God. Right. Like, that's a good book. Dude, it was. I think it was a short story, honestly. It's still you know, good. I think though. I read it back in like college or something. I, I love wish I would remember it. I need to remember these things, dude. I and my mom keeps telling me this shit. She's like, you need to start writing down these like epiphany things that you keep thinking about or whatever. You need to start writing them down. If you find something interesting, write that down just somewhere and then just put it on notes somewhere. I don't. I'm so bad at that, dude. I have these crazy ideas or I have these. The sparks of things that I've read before that are like super interesting, good topics to talk about, and I totally just forget to bring them out, and they come up and out of nowhere. But I don't have any context 
or anything to say on what it was. There's just something that I read. It's just gone forever. Yeah, just flippantly. I just read it somewhere, and then, and I have no credibility because I don't have any like the source. Ah, yeah, the source. It's like, oh, that's what you believe. Oh, I, where, where, where? Yeah, where? You cite it. Cite it. I'm like, I can't cite it. I don't remember. <laughs> oh. So okay, so that's your that's your personal opinion. Yeah. Right. If you've seen Stargate SG One, the Asgard yeah. is basically. I think literally what's going to happen. The pinnacle of civilization is the Asgard race from Stargate SG-1, but it's basically the gray people, and they've lived so long that no one in their society can reproduce naturally. They're right. all clones. But they could create life, though. Could they? Did they is that, was, was that their grand con? Like they're, They couldn't... So their whole race ended the up dying out because they couldn't because they procreate. Couldn't reproduce. Right, right. All right. Well, that... And they just decided to like let it be because they were dying out anyway because an AI intelligence that was made earlier in the show like basically wiped out 80% of their civilization. And I don't think it would ever be that but, way because if you're no. smart enough to create immortality, you're smart enough to realize exactly. the broad repercussions that you're setting yourself up for. And that's the biggest problem I have with Stargate is that no one's immortal. It makes no sense, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, well, I mean, there, there in is, thousands of years, we're going to have immortality. And that's what Alter Carbon. And I keep referring you to guys. To, you got to watch it because that's what it's, it's so good. It's like, it's oh, so dude, good. immortality is a farce. You have to die to find meaning in life. Right. Like, is, there has to be an end, unless there is purpose, endless purpose. Do you know what I mean? Because in my belief system which is Christianity, right? And this is something that's not hit on by any Christians ever. And I, <laughs> it, 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 I'm going on a rabbit hole, and I understand it right now for my listeners. I will bring it back, I swear. I'm just <laughs> going to go on this little rant, so bear with me, all right? So, not the Christians and any, any theology, they never go into the afterlife, really, explicitly. Like, what is what are you supposed to expect? What are you supposed to expect? And the issue with that is, for especially for our generation, is that we are thinking about that. The fact that you can contemplate an afterlife, in my opinion, already constitutes that there is one. Dying and becoming dirt and basically you're done. When you can actually contemplate that there is something else, sounds like the it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, because everything that we create, that, that we can think of in life, we've created it. Yeah. And we're on our way to creating it. There's not been something that someone has an idea to create and not been able to make it happen. Oh, you what is saying? What is that immortality? No one gets a body. It's all virtual. Everyone's in a database. I'm getting, I'm and they there. fucking make heaven. I know you're trying to push me back to where I'm supposed to be. I get oh. it, and I'm getting there. And this okay. is this okay. just ties into it. Go ahead, continue. What I'm saying is, like, Sorry. after you're dead, there has to be something else, and there's going to be purpose in it. Look at this universe. Do you think that it's all physical? Like, yes, there are atoms. There are molecules. There are all this stuff. But even when we die... The spirit and the soul has already been scientifically proven. If you need to look that shit up, you definitely need to look that up. That shit was crazy. What happened? I read that. I read that. God, I need to start writing this what shit was it? down. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to find it. No, look it up. Like, after you die, or just say, like, scientifically soul. There you go. 
Is there a soul scientifically? Proven, so soul up. proven. Yeah, proven, soul proven. Yeah. yeah and good. it will give you some scientific... Does this soul yeah, yeah, I read something about it, and they were like, dude, science, even scientifically, there is a soul, and it does go somewhere. With the man who tried to weigh the soul, that sounds really good. I'm telling you, this is some interesting shit. But anyway, I'm going to go back, and I do believe that there is an afterlife, and that there is an entire universe that is ours to claim... And that, as far as we know, we are the most advanced. So do crows. Like, you know, being in our world and in our galaxy to our knowledge, right? So, really? This cat. She's trying to this fucking... Cat's... Did she just turn off your computer? No, she's just so cute, but... Come on, get, get, oh, you she's... can come to my lab. All right, so for context, so everyone that's listening. The cat has ruined everything. My fat, context. fluffy cat is being really like, she wants to love on my boy. And she's over here. She laid exactly on top of his computer keyboard that I have set up for him. She just laid on top of it as he's typing, just laid right on top of him. So rude. But anyway. So I'm going to go to my... Um, okay. Now, while you're looking that shit up, sure, sure. I'm going to tell you exactly my perspective on what I think immortality is going to be and how it's going to start Good. and if it's possible, everything. So I don't disagree with what you said, but I do have one tweak. I think that changing out organs and all that stuff is definitely going to be the first steps as far as medical, right? But I think that it's going to happen all at once as far as oh. immortality. And the, here's how it's going to happen. They're going to find out a way of having the full, the full AI, artificial intelligence, or building a computer that's capable, small enough. Because you got to think about this. The computer, in its essence, was huge when it first started. And it had like what? Like... One kilobyte or some a megabyte. It was it was in bits. It was fucking huge. Less than a kilobyte. And it was huge, (laughs) dude. It was it was huge, and it couldn't do anything but play like fucking ping pong. You know what I mean? Or whatever the hell the it couldn't compute really much of anything. The first computer was a calculator with like how long ago was that? That was like back in the eighties or some shit, or or before that maybe. That was like it was it was barely. Find out. First computer time. It was it it was less than a hundred years ago though. Yeah, and now look at us now, dude. Look at us now. We've got an iPhone that has more processing power than the entire world, like thirty years ago. Dude, and it's connected to an, a completely connected, like universal, like uh, internet. Like, dude, that's amazing. It's, so, the fact that we can make that much of a stride from then. That some people in that time were are still alive now, right? I think that the most viable form of immortality that's going to be coming into our deal, our time, or even if it's a little after our time. Oh, 66. Is, sorry. Well, go ahead. 66 me. years old is the computer. 66. So 66 years old was the first computer. February 14th, 1946. That's crazy. We're, so we're like 27, 28. Twice our like, time frame. Yeah, twice our time frame. And we're, and we're going to live till we're like 70, 80 if we're lucky. Right? And it was the army. 
The army created it? The army like had a contract with the people and they together created the first computer which was the size of a building. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> dude. Like and now look at us. Dude, we can we carry this shit in our pocket. <laughs> Wait, 30 tons. That's what I'm saying. We carry this shit in our pocket. We have this desktop and this laptop thing that are getting smaller and smaller and smaller because we choose it. We only keep it at the size it is so that it matches us. It could go smaller if we wanted it to. Chips in the brain. That's what I'm talking about. And this is what I'm getting at. I think the most the, the most realistic form of immortality is going to be downloading your consciousness into an android. Like, I'm talking about, like, you're about to die or you're on death's door. You download your consciousness to a pristine android and it refreshes itself and it is be able to continue the whole processing power. You still learn. You still, you don't, you, you can constantly are, because every day we're learning something new. We're experiencing something different, right? Yeah. So how do you factor that in? to a computer where there has to be constant apple updates or you know steam games there has to there always is an update right so you have a recurring update every day you're like or every time like once we get to that peak of computing power to where everything is constantly updating in real time to where there is no all right this is our weekly patch that's not going to be a thing anymore once we get to the point where we're computing to where every change is happening simultaneously I, at the same time, like every time it comes out, it's constantly learning on its own to make everything better. You know what I mean? We're learning as we're going. That's when they're going to be like, we created an Android that is literally blank and you download your consciousness to it and it refreshes on its own. Like you're basically a human being, but you're in... Hmm. A synthetic body connected to like Wi-Fi, and if you die, you're just in the system. If you die, you're in the system, and you get rebooted into something else. If you have the money, probably. I see that <laughs> as being the most viable thing. Like I love the whole idea of altered carbon, but that was based off of like alien technology. You know what I mean? They went to a different world and they found this alien technology that they used to put a chip in the space of their spine mm-hmm. behind their neck and shit. Like, that sounds great in theory, but that would basically mean that we would have to find another, you know, civilization that was apparently ancient at the time to figure it out, which they didn't go into detail about it. So, with just us on planet Earth, that is what's going to be immortality, right? And I did like what you posed, though, with the whole... If you did create a, a you know um a clone then you're infertile like that that makes the most sense and the re that almost won it almost won me over and i'm not <laughs> saying but here's the deal is i'm not saying that what you say what you think is not another option we might have both there could be multiple options to right this. but i'm just saying that that is what i think is going to come first is going to be being able to download yourself because of how technology keeps progressing progressing because i remember back when i was like 13 15 years old i had a razor phone a razor dude a freaking razor thing i could get buttons fucking playing snake on my phone for games now i can play a goddamn rpg on my fucking iphone dude and play with other diablo type shit on my phone dude like that's insane back if you gave my 13 year old self 
Uh, that. I wouldn't I'd be even... like, yo, what is this shit? <laughs> like, that's insane. And now we're spoiled. We're like, meh. Yeah, you're like, meh. I want virtual reality. God damn it. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, and that's another spoiled. thing. That's, dude, that's an, that's an entirely other thing for immortality. What if you could download your mind to a virtual reality video game? That's what I'm saying. That might be like a the server first... that everyone lives in a separate world. And you, some... here's the here's the idea. Even if this world dies, right? The global warming. Oh my god, everything's dead, right? So you upload your consciousness to a satellite that orbits whatever thing, whatever or whatever gravitational pull that it's taken towards, right? Multiple satellites that are bouncing off. So one right. of them, one of them dies, and everything gets transferred over, right? So you have multiple satellites uh, in our orbit, in our orbit, in our galaxy, or whatever. So we download our minds to that, and we live in an entirely different virtual world that is not physical whatsoever. But in that virtual world, it feels physical, right? That's another option. We make our own afterlife. I'm telling you. That's what I'm talking about. That's dude. amazing. Like you become a god. In, you can create as much as you want. Imagine in a couple hundred years, there you could go to someone in a building, and they will sit you down and hand you an option for immortality. Yes. A lot of options. And we have packages for you. Yeah. Do you want your body to be, like, fucking transplanted and shit? Or do you want to go into a synth synthetic body? Or do you want to download your brain and leave this world entirely? And go you into the virtual atmosphere? You can be whatever you want. Like, you know, like, a, dude, like, that's... And the VR one is probably the there'd cheapest There'd be no option. war, dude. There'd be no war. Why would you... What, what's there to fight for? You know what I mean? And that's another thing. True. If you're going to go into a virtual world, there has to be conflict. That's the deal. And that, that goes into like the fundamentals People of are just going to be bored. Have you ever watched... Uh, if, I don't know if people, everyone's listening is, is tracking what I'm talking about. But have you ever watched the, the entire trilogy of The Matrix? Yes. Love Do you it. remember when Neo is talking to the architect? Uh, the last one? or the, It's the second movie. The second one. Okay. Yeah. He actually oh, the sits architect. in a room yeah. with the person who created the Matrix, right? Because the world, like in the in the in the Matrix, the the movie's trilogy, right? He made it perfect. It the 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 world, the actual world, is a desolate wasteland. It's been destroyed by nuclear warfare or whatever. So there it was created, the Matrix. Everything is controlled by machines in the real world, right? And there's a select few small like you know cluster of humanity that's still alive and then the humanity that is still alive and free are like in hiding and the humanity that is actually alive they are being harvested for power right and they're in these like little pods and they're like basically suspended in this gel and they're just being used to feed like the machines so essentially there is a program or a guy that created the matrix he's the programmer and created the matrix he talks about he created these virtual worlds he created like this was like the fourth or fifth world mm -hmm. matrix that he had created he talked about how his first world that he created the first matrix world that he created was a utopia it was a straight paradise and he said everybody went insane like they lost their fucking mind. Nothing to do because there was no conflict. Mm -hmm. We have to live. We to be to feel alive. We have to suffer. 
to an extent that we have to have conflict it's it's the same thing as if you're writing a, a story if you're writing a book if it doesn't have to be a short even if it's a short story it doesn't matter what it is there has to be a protagonist an ag- antagonist and a flow to it there has to be a constant flow that you're progressing somewhere right and you have to go through conflict or else life has no meaning correct this is probably why video gamers are so happy with their lives. Yeah, because video games are fucking hard, bro. Yeah, there's constantly <laughs> something that you're challenged against, and that's right. why. And and, and that, that's another thing I want to. I, I didn't want to specifically talk about, but it just kind of came to my my mind right now. Is that like I do believe that our like not my, necessarily our generation, but as we're progressing right now as a society, the gamers in our generation, like the the old school Zelda players are not are non-existent at this point like they're still alive but it's moving towards more competitive and short-term um short-term gains right or like accomplishments like that's why competitive play has become so huge now because you when you kill somebody you feel that that sense of accomplishment versus you play hours on a video game to just get to that one milestone you know what I mean? Right. Hours and hours and days to try to find that one relic in this RPG that you've been playing. That's not a thing anymore. Now it's all competitive. It's becoming way more competitive. Like the, right. with the Fortnite and, you know, like I said, League of Legends or any other console game that you play that you, or that's popular right now. And there is still single player games that just like are, you know, fun to play. Like, oh, dude, I'm not like, I've been sitting here waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out since I was a kid. I was right. a kid, dude. <laughs> I was a kid when that was announced at Kingdom Hearts 3. I was like a teenager when right. Kingdom Hearts 3 was going to happen. And I had to wait until January 29th, dude. January, <laughs> dude, January. Yeah. It's coming out. Last, I think it's like the last day in January, too. Almost every single person I know is like... Ecstatic, yeah, for it. ranting, rave. You, I'm guessing you're not like a Kingdom Hearts. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a hater or anything. It's just not fantastic. You, ha- to you, me. Didn't, you weren't born to it, man. Like, yeah. just I don't even know Mass how Effect. I got into it. No, I can't. My yeah. little brother is huge into Mass Effect. It's I never got fucking it. great. It looked great. It looked amazing, but I just never got into it. Right. I always because by the time he got into that, I was Halo like all the way. Like I was so right. addicted to Halo. Like, dude, I played every, and it doesn't matter what game we're talking about. Halo 2 is when I started. I played Halo 1, but Halo 2 is when, like, the Halo actual, 2 is the best one. So. Well, Halo 2 is when the uh, the multiplayer shit happened. Right, right. You know what I mean? And that's when Big it was the online. Anyway. Like, right. Xbox Live was, like, Halo 2. That was the game you bought for Xbox Live. And like, it was laggy you as bought Xbox. Oh, it was horrible. It was terrible if you compare it to today's stuff, As soon bro. as that shit happened, that was me. And that was me until Halo 2, 3, and then Reach... And yeah. then, you know, that one ODST bullshit so game many that didn't even have fucking multiplayer. It right. was like firefight and shit. Right. I was really disappointed in that game, by the way. No. ODST sounded so great, and then I played it, and I was like, story sucks. I can't jump. I can't throw a grenade across map. Like, what is this? Like, but I enjoyed the concept. He didn't buy Halo ODST to play Call of Duty. 
Yeah, exactly. And so that's when I actually when Hoodie ST came out, that's when I started playing like Call of Duty. Oh yeah. Black Ops yeah. and like you know, all that shit. And then Halo Reach came out, I got really big into that one. And then but the, anyway, that's where that's where my separate I was playing Kingdom Hearts before all that shit. Mm. And then Odia and then like, you know, Halo was like my, my focus and then like, you know, I was started playing like PC games. You know, so um League of Legends specifically like competitive stuff and i think that's where we're at like our attention span and our bill are like we don't like I, don't, I hate to say we is like not it's not really me and you it's more of like the generation like right behind us they're more focused on that instant gratification of like achievement it's mm, like yeah. it's a stare like you literally one peg of the stair, the next peg of the stair. It's like it has to happen in very close consecutive things. We can't sit there on one um, step of the stair and then launch ourselves up to the next one and feel like, holy shit, I just did that. Oh my god! Like we're we don't have the patience for to do that. Right. Even though we have the ability, we don't have the patience to do it anymore. We want to get one step at a time, and just instant gratification all the way up. Whether that's a bad thing. A lot of people would say yes, but to me, I think that that that's a bad thing if that your instant gratification is something that you've experienced multiple times mm -hmm. and it's the same gratification. If you're constantly looking for more, that's when it changes. That means you're completely content with finding those little things. You they keep you going every day. You find something new, and you push yourself to find something new each day, you know, or each week or right. each month. But you're still like, like you're gonna find progress. Yeah, thanks. You're gonna find progress, <laughs> but it's gonna be you're gonna be focused more on finding that progress. You know what I mean? Right. Instead of, I have patience. I'll figure it out. I'm just gonna give it time. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting here rambling at this point. About uh, I don't like know, instant <laughs> gratification or the original topic or <laughs> I mean, just the, uh, the afterlife. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I want to. Uh, I, 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 as far as the whole immortality thing, I think that it's, it's going to be like you said. It's going to have multiple options. options. And it's going to be beautiful. And actually, it didn't take until like we had not talked about the multiple options thing until right no, now. And just this now. This is why I fucking love podcasting, dude. This is the best. Yeah. Because like sitting here and actually talking about it, there is no like one way. Like it really is going to be multiple things because there's so many different people that are working on different things that come out to that kind of goal. That there will be multiple options. Oh, but imagine if we can, like, when we get to the point of, like, Android downloading consciousness-ness, <laughs> well, we should be able to clone people at that point. Like, their brain. Clone yeah. their actual person. Yeah, and then alter their personality and make them do stuff. Yeah, that's, a, that's an insane oh, idea, too. People are going to get hacked. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. You're gonna get beamed to Mars. We've thought we've talked about all this, but we haven't even talked about like where does where does politics fit into it? Like you oh, said, we were talking God. before about the head transplant. Like you know, Europe and America were against it until someone else already figures it out. Then it's okay. You know, so Somehow, how is politics right. gonna happen 
and big pharma gonna deal with it like i was talking about before like cancer like i believe that there is a cure for cancer they're just they're just keeping it under wraps because they're making all the money i honestly don't know i've heard so many so many things about this subject and i, I believe can't, that, i just don't I believe know. that there is one cure-all that has different variants that's it's but essentially it's its own at its own self it is the cure-all but it has multiple variances that you can literally tweak it by what I, i'm not i'm not or or they have like the means to make the cure oh, they but they it. didn't even like want to put money into it because it's just worthless to no, them i think that it's not worth it they know it's real it's just that when it was tried to be sold to the, what is what is the leading like pharmaceutical medical what what is that what is the name for all of it? The leading, like, just pharmaceutics yeah, the in general? Who, the, the people that choose which medication actually is... Oh, like the FDA of drugs. The FDA, that's yeah, that's what it is. So the FDA got it and said, thank you for this, and shut it down. Because they make their money through cancer treatments. Like and, that's that's right. the majority of the money that they make. But really, I mean, think about it. If one day the cure for cancer came out... How many people would just be straight out of a job? Exactly. How many lives that's would actually like, get ruined a lot of by the cure for cancer? And I'm not saying the cure for cancer is a bad thing because it's not. No, it's, it's a, good a thing. I mean, it's, it's a great thing. thing. No, it's it's absolutely amazing, and that's that's where that's where you have to sit there as a business balance. owner. You have to think about how many lives are going to be ruined by the cure for cancer. Exactly. And are you? Going it's crazy. To hell if you choose to save your family from bankruptcy because you decided to put all this money into a medical facility when the majority of your medical facility is treating cancer patients and you have the cure you just don't want to give it out because then you're out of business right so are you going to hell because of that <laughs> <You know? laughs> like this is, these are questions that no one wants to try to question or answer or ask because yeah, exactly. they're going to get feedback. <laughs> if you don't give it out, then you're just a fucking hateful. But then again, you're thinking about your family. So you're still thinking selflessly. Right. So even if you're a Christian or you're a Muslim or a Buddhist. Or an atheist. Or an atheist. You're still the essence of religion or thinking of something better than, greater than yourself is selflessness. Right. Am I right it's, or am yes, I wrong? Yes, you are right. I'm right. So the whole idea of that is that I'm thinking about my family. If I if I give this out, it's going to help a lot of people. But then my entire family is going to go bankrupt. Then right. Oh my God. You know what I mean? And I know everyone's going to say, "Oh, there's still going to be a back." He's made so much money. He has savings. Like, I, yeah, that one savings. guy might have savings. But what about his employees and Look their at, families? Exactly. And like you don't the, like that guy who decides to do it. Yeah, he may have money. I mean, he's who a are the business owner. who are the cancer doctors called? What's the I name? Know. I just figured they were called uh, doctors, physicians. Well, no, I mean they have they have names. Yeah, oncologists. There we go. So like every oncologist would send, what, the half way. the oncologists in the world would be fired. Yeah, exactly. This guy's way smarter than me, by the overnight. way. I just want to let you guys know. This guy oh. is, I'm a very general speaker. I think about things, but it's very generalized. <laughs> this guy knows details. This is why I love having him on the podcast. Because uh, I find the, the dit, the, the dirt. What was it? Johnny the bugs Beats? and the dirt. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Beats. Beats, dude. Johnny Beats, my dude. <laughs> my I would dude. have him on for every freaking podcast if I could 
freaking get him over here. Yeah, sorry. You know. I'm trying to stop cursing, dude. It I feels like I live an hour away, but I don't know why every time <laughs> I drive over here, it takes like 12 it's minutes. It's because you have a fucking family, dude. You got a, a lovely wife. and like, too. You know, you got like a, a little booger kid. Yeah. Dude, just running Swirling, around. Making snot everywhere. Yeah. But that was actually like today, early today for the listeners. We were at this like Christmas gift uh, exchange and exchange or whatever. And uh, they were going by whoever is like youngest to oldest is goes first, right? <laughs> I thought and I was like, like third. <laughs> everyone thought that this guy was like so young, and I was like, "Are you serious?" I thought this guy was like fucking like way older than yeah. me when I met him because like this this is the most intellectual man I've ever met. I appreciate that in the military. And I was like, and then he goes off on this speech about like you know safety because they 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 tasked him with saying something about. You know, like every week we have like somebody a long weekend or whatever, yeah, yeah, to say something that's safety oriented to basically reiterate that don't do stupid shit over the weekend because we don't want to come in because you decided you wanted to, you know, do stupid shit over the the weekend. Military, you you do stupid shit, then everyone comes and answers for it, right? Which is the dumbest way to punish people. Oh, yeah. It's any, the worst. Anyway. But it's still, it's, it's a deterrent. It's a deterrent. And it's because it way. makes everyone else try to yeah. account. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I it understand. It makes everybody accountable to where everyone's checking up on everybody. We're trying to be a cohesive wingman unit or whatever. But if everyone was like, you know, had their heads out of everyone their asses, they would just do adults. that anyway. If yeah. everyone wasn't a fucking child. <laughs> exactly. But this guy goes on with his speech. That is the most intellectual thing I've heard since like Martin Luther King's speech. Like, and oh, I don't think it was I that feel like everybody in the like at least like maybe one third of the office actually understood what he was saying, including me, because <laughs> he had so many articulate terms and phrases that were that were missed by the general populace of the of the room, and I was like. I sat there and I was just like, I just, I just love this man. I, just, I sat there, and I, was like, I just love this man. I love this guy. Like this guy gets it. He just understands it. I and, and so it was the youngest to oldest, and they were like, okay, so who's the next guy? And they're like, how old are you? You're the next guy, right? And he's what? like, and they were talking about like twenty. They were like asking eight yeah. twenty. He was. He, and then uh, Johnny Beats was over here like, I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine on the and list. And they were like, holy shit, this guy's 28 years old. And I was like, and I, look, I was over here and I was just like, I'm 27. <laughs> I know. Like, like, they were like, holy shit, you're 27? I'm like, what do you expect like a 21-year-old to be exactly. spitting this knowledge that I have going on? <laughs> like, that's literally all I do when I sit in the office and I just start ranting about things that are logical. If you have an issue, and this is what I'm talking about. Solve it with logic. That's why I'm serious. I Everything that I say is logical. If it is wrong, then please let me know and show me where I'm wrong. You can't just get offended and say, you're. I'm offended about what you just said. Show me some backing. All right? I want to know why you're offended. And if I'm wrong, I want to know the factual reason why. That's why everything that I say, in my eyes, to my extent, is logical because no one's are no one said anything counter to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my opinion. You and can't can, be wrong unless someone, unless you find out why you're wrong. 
Exactly. Like, I'm, how are we going to learn? And that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, as far as like the, the the relationship conversation that we had. Right. As far as uh, I, I know, I'm I'm still a single man. This man Johnny Beats has a For family, now. but I'm a single dude. All right. And I date. You know, I I uh you know I. I go out and I talk to the ladies and then I go on dates with them and I talk to them. I ask them, you know, like questions, like general, like, like good, valid questions. I don't play, I don't beat around the bush is what I'm saying. I put it lightly and I put it out there, but I still ask the questions, right? And one of the questions that I was posed was like, you know, how do you deal with like conflict? Like, you know, are you aggressive or, you know? And uh, my thing was like, dude, I just don't. Why, why, why fight? Why have the conflict? Why conflict? Like, can we not just debate? Debate it. You know, if I'm wrong, then tell me how I'm wrong, in a calm manner. Like, I've never understood having a relationship where you're just like, you are a sh- you're a piece of shit because. Because uh, you fucking cooked the shit out of it. Like, you just <laughs> oh, yeah, cooked yeah. the shit out of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that was a know, great I skit. Don't, I don't know. Something like that. Like, right. you know, like, and I'm just sitting over here like, why did I cook this shit out? That's what I said on the box. 350. 350 for 15 minutes. It's not cooked. That's what it said on the box. Like, like tell me why I'm wrong. And then let's talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Is like, if you're just gonna sit here and yell at me because you're offended by something that I said, that's not an answer. That's not an answer. Why are you offended? Because of an experience you had before? You're basically mirroring me with something else that happened to you in your life? That's your problem. Definition of insanity. That's not my problem, because that's, that's not me. If I did something that offended you and it has no logical backing, then you're the one that's wrong. In my opinion, that's that's, and my factual opinion, that's why you're wrong. Right. Like, and, and if I'm wrong, then tell me now. <laughs> as far as as far as what I've been saying for a long time, no one has ever given me a valid answer of why I'm wrong, and I'm not, because no one's given me an alternate view. No, and I agree. Any, any topic that I bring up, that I actually vocalize, because everyone has their own. biases and opinions let's be honest everyone has their own but i like to keep it as i may have my own biases or my own opinions on specific things but i don't voice anything unless i know it's factually true without you know to my knowledge right right if someone comes to me and says actually you're wrong and here's why and there's a factual like actually they actually show me evidence on why i'm wrong i thank them i don't get offended because i was proven wrong i say thank you because you actually enlightened me so i don't look like a goddamn fool you they improved your quality of life by that's what i'm talking about proving they they improved my credibility credibility yeah and their own exactly and i respect them way more than i expect the person who just yells in my face because they're offended and they can't give me a reason why. A factual one. Other right. Other than emotionally they were triggered. And that's not that's not that's that's nothing. That means nothing to me. Like if you're if you're mad about something and you don't know why, 
I've, I've offended so many people and I just sat there and I was like yeah if you don't like me then you don't like me but it's on you like I still like you and that triggers them even more because I say that and I was like I don't, if you want to get offended at me that's fine I still love you I still I still like you as a person like I don't have anything against you it's just this is where I stand and you don't like it and I'm not going to apologize for it but I still love you. I think that you're a great person. They're like, fuck, I can't get mad at this man because <laughs> like, he actually still likes me. We have to be equally angry at each other because like, of our disbeliefs. Like the story you told me earlier at the restaurant. Yeah. With the hair. Yeah, with the hair. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. Exactly. You're making it worse. <laughs> you're making it worse. I, I fucking hate you. I but I don't. I can't hate you. And that's what makes it even worse. It's right. Like they can't hate you if you still love them you know and now i want to yeah. i have to break down the 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 language so love has been used in multiple different connotations right mm-hmm. there's different things when you say you love someone i could say i love johnny beats over here right he doesn't think that there's some homo action going on no he, he might though but, no. <laughs> I, I, but let's be honest he knows when i say i love this man that I don't like it's love him as a romantic thing. I, I love him, right? I just love him as a person, his intellect. I love him as a person, right? So, you got to break that down. Love, in its essence, is selflessness and respect from my perspective, all right? Everyone can have their own whatever. But from my experience and what I've been brought up as, Love is, a self, is, is selfless. I see this person as someone that I would give my life for. That's true love. That I would literally mm-hmm. give the ultimate sacrifice for that person. That's what love is at its essence. And, and, and also just a full respect thing. I just respect this man. I respect this person wholeheartedly. And whatever they say, I respect them enough to actually think about and put it into perspective and if i don't agree with with them then i'm going to let them know that's what real love is so if you have a friend and you're sitting there and you're talking to them and they said something that you don't agree with and then you're very reluctant to say anything counter to them not doesn't have to be at the moment but even then you're still not going to say anything to them yeah. later you don't really love them you don't you just enjoy their presence that true. was a complete offshoot. Yeah, I don't <laughs> it was know. Good. I, just, I felt like it needed to be said. <laughs> like I just felt like it needed to be said. That's why I love this podcast, dude. I just love it. So what you I were like looking up something. I want to I want to hear Oh, I was I was looking at a 3D printing on Mars and then it was talking about the Insight <laughs> rover. This guy, this guy was going <laughs> off on some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, space travel is like one of my the highest things like I can't wait till we colonize Mars. So that's okay. So we we can't talk about this too long. I think that we should. We're going to talk about oh, this we're for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But we're, okay. we're or a little bit because part we one. still have time. Part one on colonization part of Mars. One on, part one on colonization. How, can you just? This is a first question that I have. How does terraforming work? I've heard <laughs> that term once, and I know that it means that basically cultivating a planet and turning it. To where it has oxygen basically like earth you're terraforming it making it into a second earth how does that work and how does that affect 
the orbit and all that shit. So if you have a pool of water and a piece of dirt and no life, all you will have is a pool of water for a very long time. Eventually, evolution will take its own course and probably sprout life. But if you have a pool of water and dirt, if with one seed of grass, you can terraform an entire planet. And you know, it, obviously, it'll take way too long. But just with that, you know, tiny, tiny pool of water. The thing is that the water uh, feeds the plant, and the plant releases the gas, and it creates it creates a bubble. the uh, the The plant releasing the gas in the entire planet if the entire planet has you know foliage it will create an ozone layer in mars and so, we'll be able to breathe in mars like it was earth so but that's you, the you idea plant the plant it'll still grow even though it doesn't have an ozone layer that's, that's what, what the water is for if you can if the if the water releases oxygen from the water and the plant can grow then the plant will release Oxygen, but how or not? Ox- sorry, not up. the water releasing oxygen. How it do you just set needs to that up to make it happen. I'm not sure how. It hasn't na- happened naturally. We can. We have the technology to terraforming we to terraform Mars. We just we can't just, get there with our level. We the don't supplies. know how it works. <laughs> right, right. I just know <laughs> bare bones. We know it's possible. We just don't know how it works. Right now. Bare bones. The right. The so plant. we can terraform Mars though. But how long will it take? Or is there a speed run to make it work? That we that's, <laughs> make it happen. That's why I was like, "Ooh, this is interesting." And I was in the what middle are you of looking like, at three like, D printing. Share with it the says, class. Says three D printing will be an important part of making that happen. Uh, the Internet Space ISS has been using printers, making special tools. Blah blah blah. Those use beginning. Perhaps the biggest challenge of all is protecting settlers from cosmic radiation, which if we successfully call our terraformed Mars, we wouldn't have that problem because it would create an atmosphere and shield us from radiation um, eventually. But that would take years and years and years and years. So it's all good. Uh, but I was reading on the InSight mission, which I have read nothing about. So I... Like the well, we so apparently there's you don't have to read now, but right, I, just, right. I just wanted to know what you were looking at. I was looking at 3D printing at, at first looked, it looked way more interesting than now that I'm reading it because now it's just like talking about tools and stuff. Yeah, it, now it gets into like the, the intricacies, and you're just right. kind of like, I just, I just cared about the face value. Like, that's that's where I am. Like, the, that I, honestly, that is who I am at my essence, and you're a little more detailed than I am because I care about what is like the 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 surface line right but when it comes to like the detailed like breaking it down i don't care as long as i know that the surface is validated does that make sense yeah that i know that it's valid and i know that it's factual that this is a real deal like this this oh my god that's insane well you want to start breaking it down into a spider web of intricacies i don't care like I, I just I don't have that I don't have the mental capacity or span of uh, patience to look through everything that you're talking about or knowledge to actually comprehend it. But at its face value, as long as I am like absolutely, completely, firmly, like this is real, 
I'm like, this is valid. Mm-hmm. This is factual. That's what I care about. And that's where I'm like, I'm not a very intellectual man at that. I, I care. I, I listen and I care about what I see and new things. I'm very interested in it, but I'm not interested enough to go into that deeper level of the intricate reasons why. But mm. I do enjoy listening to other people talk about those intricacies and listening to them. And, and you know, I'll fact check it specifically if I feel like that that doesn't make sense or whatever. I'll look it up. But I'm not going to do my own research. That's just who I am. I, I, I mean, I would if what I talked <laughs> about mattered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? Like, if it was, yeah. if, if people were actually listening to me for real advice, then for something that has those kind of intricacies that I don't already know, then I'm definitely going to do the research because I'm doing it for somebody else. But as of right now, I'm doing this for entertainment purposes. And I mean, I feel like I have a pretty good, decent grasp at my level of life. I have a pretty decent grasp of what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So outside of that, I feel like we have uh, done a pretty good job as far as immortality. So what we covered, if this is like a speech, right? We covered that Johnny Beats said that it's going to start with a cybernetics, that we're going to change the heart out. We're going to change one of the lungs out. We're going to maybe get rid of the spleen because no one needs that shit either. Anyway, maybe replace it with something better and your liver everyone at this point in time everyone's going to have a fucked up liver because everyone's going to yeah. be drinking they're, they're gonna just going to stick a yeah. fucking hepa filter in there yeah and the liver by the way I, f- I found out that the liver can be partially damaged and grow itself back so that's a yeah. that's a new development that we didn't know you can actually replace you can replace part of someone's liver with another part and it'll you know, mold the itself thing. back together. Yeah. yeah. So the liver disgusting. is amazing. So drink it up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so sure. anyway, basically what he's saying is the start yeah, is going to be like, you know, the organs and things like that. That's, that's real life sustaining. We're going to be replacing that with cybernetics. And then it's going to move into animatronics. And, uh, and then he also tied into my uh, thing that said it was going to have uh, full virtual reality or downloading your mind into uh, a computer, essentially right. making a, um, basically an, an Android, you're going to download your consciousness that it keeps refreshing. So basically your brain is going to be able to transfer into a, uh, full computer brain of an, um, automaton, you know, Android. And then it's just Bing basically you leave it alone. And then it does its own thing, and then you just shut down. Yeah. So basically, we came to the same page, and we came to the same conclusion. It's just we arrived to the same conclusion from different perspectives. My perspective was it was going to start from a virtual reality perspective. It's going to start with a video game, and it's going to work its way. Like, Holy shit, we have this capability of just downloading our brains into this massive computer and then shooting that shit out to satellites and then they're immortal at this point. My opinion, that's going to be the end. That's going to be the first real form of immortality. We're going to have a digital planet, basically. Digital planet. I'm not saying that those... You can send your consciousness out, but you're still you, bio, bio, like 
your biology is still there, but you're sending your consciousness out and it, it, it can't update on its own, but it's updating based off of you. Right. But when you die, it's updating on itself at that point. So it's learning based off of where it's at singularly. So it's working off of its singular source. Does that make sense? Yeah. Once you die, then it's, it moves on to the next singular source, which is where you placed it. Do you know what I'm saying? You you just gave me an interesting thing. Though. What if they do it separately? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what if it starts doing it separately? Then you have an entirely different person in space. Right. You, just, you know, in a virtual reality realm. Or we're just all in the virtual reality right now, you know? That is possible. They started with the first mainframe and it was Earth. Now and, we're starting to get, this is starting the, to turn into a conspiracy podcast. And the expansion <laughs> of the universe is, you know, them just making more hard drive space. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we have all this conflict. Is and we're just trying to figure out where we need to go next. And in reality, we're just in a computer base in some guy's basement. <laughs> oh, that would be the worst. That would like, be I the think worst. That, like, as soon as anyone figures any of that shit out, they'd just be like guns to the head. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> exactly. Massive guns to the head. Just be like, like, well, oh, I don't exist. I don't, I don't really matter. I am literally living for this guy's amusement. Uh, and meanwhile, he's on the other end like, ha! ha. <laughs> Got him! There goes all my Sims. Time to restart. <laughs> oh no, the reset button is just God with the meme. I think it was the like reset button. Mission, uh, no, it was uh, Men in Black Two <laughs> yeah. or Three. I know it was two, and it showed at the very end of Men in Black Two. It showed like two aliens like playing marbles with our a galaxy. Oh, that was the first one. Was it the first one? It was the first one. It wasn't yeah. the second one? No. No. Because that's the one that had the... the oh, uh, yeah. The cat with the fucking galaxy in it. Is it is it called the galaxy? Yeah, it's called yeah. the galaxy. So it had a galaxy. The cat had like a galaxy. No, right. you're right. It was it the was first movie. Like... But it showed... And I was a kid. And it showed the marbles. And I was like, dude, that's really sad. Mind blown, like, right? Mm-hmm. That's really sad to, to think that our galaxy is literally just a fucking marble that it, some alien is playing games with. Right. You know I mean, like, fuck. But I think that's how big the universe is, though. Like, putting in that into that perspective, I think that's how big the universe is. Infinite. Like, and that's like why I think can't... that us dying and being able to contemplate an afterlife or something more, like, why would we just die and become nothing? Our consciousness just disappear. Why? Right. Why? I don't believe it. I believe there's way more after this. This is just a trial run to see how much we can figure out before we get introduced to the next stage. Yeah, I think. You know what I mean, I think a lot of uh, the religions have really good merits, even even Scientology. Uh, yeah, no, I think that there 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 is human fallacy in a lot of religion. Oh, absolutely, religion. I wouldn't like, even qualify Scientology as a religion, but. It's just oh, a point of view, honestly. No, it turned into a religion pretty damn fucking yeah. quick. It had a lot of cultist bullshit. That's uh, you can look that. You know, but what are you gonna do? Pray to your own. alien gods? Is that a thing? Do they do that? No, no. Do you look up look up Scientology in your own I know right? Nothing about Scientology. So no, it it turned into a, it turned into a cultish like weird shit. Like, basically, it became the next Catholic church. And I'm not, we're like, hating on anyone that's like Catholic whole podcast. I'm just topics. saying that like, I, I'm a, I mean, I'm a Christian by right, but just, just by the way I was 
brought up and my own personal opinions on it. I'm a Christian. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. I believe in the spirituality of it all, right? Right. And when it comes to Catholics, I think they literally defied the an entire any of Paul. Like you remember Saul of Tarsus? You don't know who Saul of Tarsus is. But no, Saul of Tarsus is one of the the dudes that made the majority or at least a big fraction of the New Testament, right? And he his job which Paul his name was Paul and, and uh but originally his name was Saul of Tarsus, right? Mm-hmm. And his job was to kill Christians, to seek out Christians, the infidels and kill them. That was wow. a job. <laughs> like you got paid and for this? I'm not going to go into Yeah, dude, I'm talking like this was his job to go from city to city and just fucking seek them out and kill them. He was an assassin for, for the church. Oh, my God. Right? The dude flipped switch. And if you want to know why he, sw- he flipped his switch, go and read this shit. But he flipped the switch into Christianity to what the people that he was actually hunting, he flipped his switch and realized that, yo, I was wrong and I killed a lot of you. I'm sorry. But <laughs> he, he started, he created all the churches and he was the realest motherfucker that you could ever think of, dude. This guy went through prisons. He was beaten. He was flogged. And he was like the most realest mother, mother ever. He was in prison when other churches that he started would send him letters and he would reply back with their petty bullshit. Like they would send him letters and be like, this person is coming in and they're like crossing their legs to pray to God. And I don't know if that's okay. Like, I don't think they should be doing that because back in the day, everything was so traditional. Like the Catholic church, right? Mm -hmm. Everything was so traditional to where like, Anybody that was bringing anything traditional to the church and they didn't even have a tradition because like Christianity, whenever they believed in Christ, they were like, everything else is wiped. We don't even know what our thing is. And Paul kept saying over and over and over again, he was like, does not matter what the hell you do. As long as you're going straight to him, you're trying to have a personal relationship with the spirit of God, right? Literally, Jesus died on the cross to cleanse our sins to where we didn't have to have traditional bullshit. It was all personal at this point, right? So you go to him, come as you are, who you are, however you want it, just go to me. That's all he said. And so he's like, dude, the whole church thing that I started was just to get people that believe the same thing to come together and just love on each other. Just be happy, you know? Just give each other encouragement, right? Yeah. The whole traditional bullshit, that's all human. That's all it's That's all us. Created. Yeah. We created it because it's that a power sense. it's a power struggle. The the whole crusades is a perfect example of it. That was Catholic Church bullshit. That whole crusades. We literally liberated i'm using quotation marks right so many other countries in the name of god to just give them 
you know, we killed people. Right. We killed people to save them. That makes no fucking sense, dude. No. It makes no sense. But having something higher than you gives you a reason to do something better than you. Right? Right. So that's why the Crusades happened. Because everyone believed that if they did something for something that was greater than themselves, that they were... You know, going to exalted. live forever. Yeah, be exalted, and, and you know, be in the, and that's where whole Christianity think it's a bad rap, and people take that shit to a, its extremes. So, what are you looking at? I'm getting off of this whole. Oh no, re- it's religious. Well, thing. I mean, apparently, I'm just ignorance in general in Scientology. I know nothing of Scientology. I already told you that. Uh, like, <laughs> well, like, I, told, I told you to look it up. <laughs> I know. I was looking up Scientology the whole time I was listening, of course. But like, it's not what everyone thinks it is. No. Everyone thinks it's like aliens made basically Earth a petri dish, and we're the experiments that's what a lot of people think it is and it's not that at all Jeez. it like off sprinted by this guy who made a book of like dianetics and i'm just like looking through the history and I'll, I'll i'll look up on it more for next podcast what do you want the next podcast to be uh the next podcast oh it shit. could literally be about like five things that we talked about during this one. i know like we should <laughs> definitely go in depth on what we were talking about before the religion but, uh, or the Mars or the terraforming? What are you talking I about? I actually want to go more into expansion. I want to, like, there's a lot of, of shows. Cosmic expansion? A, no, yes. Like, humanity expanding in our galaxy or even further beyond. Is it going to be Star Trek, Star, like, you know, Star Wars, where Star Wars is technically separate from all that shit. And I even watched, like, Battlestar Galactica, which was apparently in a different universe. And then traveled to earth which was in a different galaxy like i want to know like out of all that stuff what is actually viable from our perspective like what what makes sense are we going to have other worlds within our galaxy or even further out how does travel work like how are we going to be able to travel are we going to be able to do it instantaneously with a stargate type thing i think that's the way I, I think don't so think too. it's. I, think I don't so think too. it's spaceships. I think so too. I think that they're gonna they're gonna try to do the spaceship thing, and, and it's, it's gonna work. Gonna... It's gonna take forever, but it's gonna be basically like way too taking, expensive. Taking an airplane versus taking a train, or taking an airplane versus driving. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be right. different types. Like we were talking about different types of mortality. It's gonna be different types of transportation. So there's gonna be that the cheapest way would be to take launch the elevator or whatever. It would be to launch a gate at a planet and then travel there with that gate. Right. As opposed to build a fucking starship. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that that's going to be your different... And it's all going to be based off of time, how long right. it takes to get there. It, what's you know the what cheapest mean? and most... And fastest. Cheapest and fastest. Cheapest and fastest. But that's, an, be that's, that's a, the most expensive way. And right. it's probably going to be the whole teleportation. It's going to be what costs way too much to do the whole teleportation. That's going to be reserved for the the highest of classes. Well, maybe then, if they could cheapen it, then it would be cheaper than starships. Oh, it'll it'll be cheap, but it'll be expensive. It's, oh, right. it's, it doesn't matter about what it takes because it's honestly, like a house expensive. What no, it takes you know. to fly, it, I mean, it's pretty. It's a lot of money. It you is. Know I mean? but it how is. much? If you actually looked at how much money they made out of all the tickets that they takes to fly from one place to another, 
these people are making fucking bank. <laughs> right. Compared to driving, which you can totally drive. And that's another thing. When and we half unlock- the amount of gas mileage that it takes. When we unlock teleportation, boom. Every eventually, airline. Eventually, ever. everyone's going to use it. Right. But I'm talking about like. Every airline ever goes out of business. Exactly. When it gets perfective. Exactly. In anyway. But anyway, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to stop it now stop. because we obviously have a lot of topics. <laughs> so I'm glad that you guys are here. Oh, gosh. You know what to look forward to. I guess the next one we'll figure out. We're going we're gonna to talk to each other about what's going to be the next real topic. And we'll probably be hitting on the rest of it because that's what we usually do. Right. But anyway, right. thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, this is the Lost Out Podcast. And I am Trent Colton Castleberry. You can find me on Facebook or CastleX7 on Instagram. That's Johnny Beats. He's uh, he, he I'll make do an it. Instagram for you people. <laughs> Eventually, maybe. I'm old. All right, <laughs> old. Thanks soul. for listening, and we will talk. We'll listen. You can listen to us later. All right. Bye. We're done.